0: Sometimes that just means there's a disconnect happening and that's okay. You're not broken all is well. You just need to send a little bit more of like loving, gentle awareness to it and being like, okay, well, what is it that I need? And and for me, it always comes back to what makes me feel safe.
1: Mm. I put
0: myself in so many unsafe situations. I've done so many unsafe things to my body, to my mind, uh, that it's really easy for me to get back into that. So of course, the first, first thing that's going to be discarded is pleasure. Right. And so it's like, okay, well, how do I make myself feel more safe and more comfortable in this present moment so I can actually like be fully aware? Welcome to Weighing In on Happy, the only podcast that dives deep into discussions around weight, eating disorders, mental health, body image, intuitive eating, wellness, confidence, and so much more. Each week, you'll be coached through different stories and strategies on how to start living your best life today. So if you're ready, here's your host, Victoria Evans. This episode
1: of Weighing It on Happy has been brought to you by my Craving Food Freedom membership program. If you are looking to join an international community of women collectively healing their relationship with food and their body, then this is the place for you. If you're currently feeling out of control and afraid around some foods, thinking obsessively about food and your body all day long you're tired of saying that tomorrow is a new day and you'll start over, that some foods are good and bad, and just feeling alone on this journey and wanting some accountability, community, and support so you can break free and live a life of food freedom, then be sure to check out my website www.torieevanceofficial.com and check out the members tab. You can find out everything you need to know there and sign up immediately and get full access to this program. Now, before we dive into this episode, I wanted to say that this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only, and sometimes entertainment. So do not take what is said in this podcast as medical advice. Please seek medical health professionals.
0: Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs>
1: Let's talk about you, you and me. Let's talk
0: about all the good things and the bad things, that can be Let's talk, talk about sex. <laughs> that, that should be it. The That's the goodness, beginning of this, for sure. Hey, you guys. Thanks for coming back to Weighing In on Happy. Victoria <sighs> Evans and Sarah Silverstein here to talk about sex. i literally can't stop
1: laughing, you guys. And so that is why I just had Sarah intro the podcast.
0: So happy to have you guys here.
1: Thank you everyone for joining us. So I'm an intuitive eating coach. Sarah here is a breathwork guide and sex fanatic is what she requested to be called. Um, And so last weekend I attended, um, so we had a retreat together, an online retreat. um, And one of the workshops was on conscious kink. And I was like, ooh, this is interesting. This is intriguing because... Especially a lot of women who struggle with eating disorders, disordered eating, they struggle a lot with pleasure deprivation, not letting themselves have fun, a lot of people pleasing, lack of boundaries, all these kind of things. And so kink um, is a really cool way to kind of explore that. And Sarah um, was hosting the workshop and I was like, oh my goodness, this would be so awesome for my audience. Let's have a conversation about it.
0: I'm always down to talk about this. And I jokingly call myself a sex fanatic because I'm not a sexologist. I'm not trained in this. I did host the workshop with my friend Kristen Alexi Murray, who is a sexologist. And we got into all the nooks and crannies on it. So she was like the scientific side. And I'm just a loud New Yorker. And I have no shame. So I'm down to talk about anything. And especially as someone who uh, didn't have an orgasm until I was 30 with a partner. uh, Mm. You know. It's a little sad so for me it's like oh right can we take away the stigma around like everyone gets off all the time
1: let's just right uh, right off the bat i do not orgasm with guys when i have sex and i am so straight i'm like with guys i'm like I, this is like this is happens. unless i'm using my vibrator while we are having sex i am not working orgasming and i dug into that more and looked at it and, like it's such a sense of like control and like people pleasing and for myself like especially things with eating disorders it's so much about the control and like wanting to have the control and pleasing other people and like that's really shown up in my sex life and I'm like oh talk about that
0: Uh, (laughs) I I got chills when you said that it's I remember the first time I said it out loud, and yeah. somebody else echoed me, mm. and I finally felt like I wasn't broken. Yes, uh, for me, the first time that like I started foring into the sex world, I was really young. Mm. Uh, I was I was twelve, and I found porn. Yes, and can you
1: say you were twelve the first time you had sex? I'm like no, Holy shit.
0: sixteen, maybe fifteen. Yeah, I was 15. Can't remember. Um, but <clears throat> so I, I discovered like what sex looked like, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're twelve, you sh- first and foremost shouldn't be looking at that. Okay. Secondly, um, it you don't know that it's not real. So mm-hmm. what I did is I studied the bodies and I studied right. their emotions. I studied their moans. And I was like, oh, this is what you do when you yes. finally with someone. Yes. And then I acted those things out in my bedroom by myself as a very young gal. Mm-hmm. And then I finally was with a partner. And the first time I had sex, it was painful. It was in the back of a car at a mm-hmm. ski slope and my snowboard <sighs> got stolen and no. he, he did not care about my pleasure whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like, okay, this is how their bodies move. Like, do that. Oh, you can't do it perfectly because you still have snow pants around your ankles. Oh my gosh. Uh You're also in a car. And like, things just didn't feel right, but I didn't know how to say, this hurts. Mm. I'm not enjoying this. Right. So immediately, my first sexual experience, my voice was gone. Mm-hmm. So how am I supposed to lean upon that and grow in it at all? Uh, when, you know, like then your next partner, everyone is just fumbling around like we're young, we're dumb, we don't know anything. Yeah. And sex ed isn't talked about in school. Like we're not talking about how to have pleasure in sex. We're taught how to procreate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from a young age, I knew I didn't want to procreate. So I was like, well, what's the point of this then? And, and what I realized was that I would have a lot of power over people if I could give them the pleasure that oh. they were seeking oh wow yeah that's
1: the that's I've never had it articulated like that but like yes I re- it's like and I've never actually said this out loud and I might cry saying it but like I remember even when I was sexually assaulted that my first thought was like I hope they even fucking enjoyed it like yeah. that was a thought I had um because I was so conditioned to be like in that performance state and like make sure their pleasure was first and like I felt like if they if I was good enough in bed and they wanted me enough and I was sexual enough that made me worthy and made me like desirable and in my mind that was kind of like the only thing of importance and that resonated as well with terms of like eating disorders in my body because it was never even about me. It was about making sure other people saw me as something of value. Yeah. Not about me seeing myself as a value. Yeah.
0: Same. Same. Yeah. I've been assaulted many times and I was like, well, it sounds like they're enjoying it. Yeah. So even when I don't perform, I'm good enough. Yeah. And I was like, oh God. And like, yeah. that's where I want, even in a moment where everything's being taken away from me, mm-hmm. I'm still thinking about the other person. Yeah. I'm not thinking about myself, my safety, my well-being, my mm-hmm. mental health, nothing. Yes. And it's so sad. And you know, like I think when I first met you, you had shared very openly about your experiences. Mm -hmm. And and I was like, whoa, like I'd come to terms with my past uh, a while ago, but I still hadn't spoken about it very openly. So the fact that you would just like threw that out on a table to like 10 gals, you didn't know, I was like, wow, that's really empowering. And I forgot how how important that is to remind each other, like we're not alone. Bad things happen. We don't deserve to have them be happen to us. We also don't deserve to not experience like extreme joy and pleasure in this life. And the more Mm -hmm. that we talk about it, I think it's the more the connection that happens. And when I remember when you said that, I was like, oh, I feel connected to you. Because I was at this mm-hmm. workshop. I was like, what the hell am I doing here? Like, wh- why was I drawn here? Yeah. Um, and and then I was like, oh, to learn from you. And then to learn from Kristen, who's a yoni masseuse. And I was like, oh, what's that? And like yes, expanding that's that. When,
1: that's the first time. Was that that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I was remembering that. Yeah.
0: Yep. And it's just like, it's really powerful to sort mm-hmm. like realize that you can uncover your shadow parts and you can be vulnerable and you can be open and you don't know what you're going to provide for someone else. Yes. And then it's like, oh, right. So it's like all of the women in my life are the people that have taught me how to speak up. Mm-hmm. And listen, men are great, obviously. Uh, but for me, when I, there's a strong woman in the room, I get to realize how important it is to be in our feminine energy. And you can give just as much permission in your feminine than in your masculine and like having it be soft and light and fluffy because like these matters aren't easy right like saying I've never had an orgasm with someone isn't easy to say saying mm-hmm. I've been raped not easy I've, mm-hmm. I've had an eating disorder not easy yeah. but every time you do it's like oh right I'm just a human being navigating through this life mm-hmm. the best that I can and if I shine a light on this something can shift but if I keep it hidden like I am in recovery for alcoholism I kept my blackouts hidden mm-hmm. I didn't tell anyone I was assaulted so many times during you know the blackouts I thought everyone blacked out the second I said it out loud somebody was like oh that's weird I was like what what do you mean that's weird like that's all I know and then I was like oh right my secrets keep me really sick and keep me hidden and keep Mm -hmm. me small and now I'm just like hello let me take up some space here I am so
1: freeing too to talk about it yeah um I feel like so much of my life I felt like I was doing again like a performance whether it be in sex whether it be in way I showed up, like everything had to be perfect, everything had to be amazing, um, and it was exhausting. Yeah. It was exhausting, and it didn't ever mean that I could relax or enjoy. Um And now that I, and you know, I, I spent my life trying to be perfect, and now the more I kind of unveil and talk and I'm open about it, I feel more connected to people than I ever had, yeah. yet I thought it was being perfect that would allow me to connect. We don't connect with perfect, we no. connect with imperfect. And like the connections that I've built, like people like you or just, you know, anyone who you're able to have a real conversation with on a deeper level than just, Oh yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Everything's great. Like even before we're talking before we are recording, we we're talking about some mental health stuff and I was like, Girl, I felt the exact same way <laughs> yesterday. Like I was struggling and like not alone and that's a cool feeling. Yeah.
0: It's, I mean, that's how we get by, right? Like mm-hmm. that's how like we adapt and we change and we grow. And, and it's a hard time right now. Yeah. There's so many different things going on, and it's a an op- a great opportunity for you to take a look at like what's making you uncomfortable and the ways that you want to grow. And also, it's a great opportunity to sit in your shit. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to solve anything right now. But if you're someone who struggled with experiencing pleasure, or you know, like even if your mental health gets in the way from you being present in the bedroom, welcome. You're mm-hmm. not alone. I'm there yeah. too. Uh, and it's just like rolling with the punches and realizing like there's a way out. There's there's shifts you can do it can happen. It may not be easy. Yeah. uh, But like, I'm there to hold your hand Mm -hmm. at no moment have I ever been alone in my healing journey so like why should anyone else but it's also especially for women realizing that like we deserve to to ask for what we need and everything at least for me comes down to communication so like I didn't communicate when I was having sex for the first time because I didn't want to feel that I wasn't in control Mm -hmm. and then like that just continued to play out so even now and I'm like ooh, like yesterday was a really hard day for me and I was like what to do and, and I was just like, hey, this is where I'm at. What's up? And nobody ever met me with like Discord or anything. And I was like, okay, so like baby steps, small shifts, mm-hmm. they can start to happen. Um, but like pleasure is its own little ball game, man.
1: It is. Especially
0: if like you believe that you're not worthy.
1: That's the fundamental underlying core issue. Yeah. And it's one that I'm like aware of. So even like after we had that workshop, the guy that I'm seeing at the moment, like we had a really open conversation about pleasure and everything, which was really super cool um talked about like what I want what I enjoy what I don't enjoy like I feel like we need more foreplay I feel like we need to do it more whatever it is but like having that conversation I thought it was going to be like so horribly terrifying and it was kind of scary but then it was also just like a conversation and after I was just like oh wow I can just do that like I have the power to just use my voice and just explain things and talk about it and if it not be like this earth shattering thing like yeah. in terms of the judgment and fear i had around it
0: yeah for me it's like i'll expect someone to read my mind yes and it's like can't you feel this from me and it's like <laughs> right i i've been given a mouth for a reason mm-hmm. and i need to speak up for myself and even like when i've said some things or i've been like hey i would prefer this or i would like that and i've been told though no, mm-hmm. you know and i was like man what would it feel like to say no to someone? Yeah. Like recently my partner was like, I want to be seduced. And I was like, well, what does seducing look like to you? And he was like, well, you should know, like, I do it to you. And I was like, you make out with me and shove your hands down my pants. <laughs> like, lucky for you, I'm down to fuck yeah. anytime. time. Yeah. Uh, but, like, that's not actually seducing for me. So we had a conversation around that. And, right. like, it, we didn't have to be stabby. It didn't have to be like, well, like, this is exactly what I want to do. Like, it didn't have to be uh, – I thought, What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, there yeah. we go. Um, like, it could just be something that was in flow. Right. And I was like, oh, right. Like, it's important to have those conversations because, mm-hmm. like, sometimes you just hook up and then you before you know it, you're in a relationship with them, and then it's like, oh, right. Well, maybe we should back it up and talk about our wants and needs mm-hmm. and realize, like, maybe they're not on the same level or maybe they are, yeah. you know. Like, maybe you're not as alone as you think you are. And I remember I was in a, a long-term relationship where... I mean, we had sex sometimes, uh, but it wasn't ever satisfying for me. And I never once told him, and it's not his fault. You know, like for a long time, I like made him out to be the villain in my head. I was like, well, you couldn't even get me off. Yeah. Nah, like I didn't even know what, what I wanted. I didn't know what my pleasure zones were. I had never spent time with my body because mm-hmm. I didn't think that I was deserving of pleasure mm-hmm. because of these old ideas that I was carrying around from when I was 12. You know, like yeah. it's insane. So I, yeah. It's a lot of unlearning and taking the time and patience with that and being like, oh, right, this is my body. What feels good? Right. And like I always tell women, I'm like, just put your arm out right now and like drag your fingers down it. And go down the front side with your palm down and play with different pressures and then flip it over to the softer side. So this is like the inside and be like, oh, well, how does this feel? Mm-hmm. And like, this is like extremely pleasurable for me. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? It's an arm. It's yeah. not like it's they're yeah. not my, my tits or my pussy. It's like, yeah. this is just my arm and this yeah. is what's out in the world all the time. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. turns out like a little light stroke of the inside of my mm-hmm. forearm will get me excited. Yeah. Like, who knew? Not mm-hmm. I. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I did this thing where it was two weeks where I would self-pleasure without touching um, any, like, genitalia. Mm-hmm. And I would just go around everything. Like, mm-hmm. I would, like, do, like, light sides of my breast. Like, what did that feel like? But, like, no right. nipple play, no labia, no vulva, no nothing. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh this. Yeah. Like I had no idea. Right. Learn your body ladies. <laughs> that
1: is, I took, um, there was like this really mini course that I took and it literally was talking about this kind of thing where it's like how to just like connect with your body. And so, yeah, it was like literally like setting a timer on your phone for 10 minutes and not, yeah, you can't touch any like genitalia. And it was literally just like engaging with your body and yeah. like lightly touching and massaging and like what feels good and like breathing and like, I was like, oh, wow, this is really cool. This is really great.
0: I mean, even the phrase like connecting with your body as someone who, you know, was bulimic for so long and Mm -hmm. hated myself and like different varying levels. I was like, I've been trying to connect with my body for years, (laughs) like just as a human being in a room, let alone sexually, like Mm -hmm. that discord was insane. I was like, oh, so like for me, it was really uncomfortable. And I also did this book um, called Mirror Work by Mm -hmm. Louise Hay change the game it's so silly it's so silly Um, but even like (laughs) making eye contact with myself in the mirror and seeing myself allowing that to happen I was someone who didn't have mirrors in my house because it was too Mm. unbearable for me to see the size that I was taking up in a room and so then she asks you to like say these things to yourself like locked eyes and even now like I do it and I just sob and I'm like oh my god Mm. this like little me is still so tender and it's like okay well if I can't be comfortable with me how is someone else going to be able to be comfortable with me and how am I going to expect them to make me comfortable especially if I'm not using my voice
1: yes like
0: what like there's so many weird intricacies that go into yeah. you know intimacy in general and for me I'm someone like I I'm a proud like ethical slut I have no shame you cannot slut shame me it's not a thing like mm-hmm. I fucked everyone in new york i had so much fun sorry dad uh but but for me it was like i still didn't know what pleasure was right i still sacrificed what i wanted because Mm -hmm. i wanted to please someone else Mm -hmm. and like could you imagine if you had a partner who was down to just please you well what would that look and feel like Whoa. yeah my
1: mind just blew a little bit (laughs)
0: like i i have that right now and like our first sexual experience he he had said to me he was like I had a long day at work, and uh, he was like, well, how about I come over? We have dinner. Uh, I give you a foot massage. I hold you till you fall asleep, and then I just leave. And I was like, well, cool. talk dirty to me. Yeah, oh I, was my like, God. I was like, oh, are we getting married? Yeah, like, literally. I was I like, like I think I just had a child. Huh? Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> and, you know, like that—that that is what ended up happening. And then we eventually hooked up later on that evening because I'm a ravenous beast. But um, <sighs> he he then was just like, no, 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 all pleasure for you. You've given yeah. enough today. I want you to receive Whoa. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) Okay. Um, No one has ever said that to me. And receiving is really hard. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the most common Mm -hmm. thing I see in breath work are, are, you know, women with their tight, tight hands not able to receive anything because we're such givers. But if we need balance in this life, you have to be able to allow your partner to show up for you. And also, like, if he's doing something you don't like, or she or they, whatever pronoun, um, be like, hey, could you go a little bit lighter? like what would mm. that look like
1: Oh, all the things um so how did you get into kink like how did you end up in this world
0: hmm well i've always been a little special butterfly uh, a little bit of a <laughs> black sheep um i ran in in a crowd when i was pretty young um who were into like the bdsm world and ran like this website that what was focused what
1: does bdsm uh, stand for it's bondage bondage
0: so- dominance sadomas sadomasochism yeah sure and yep maybe that's all of them i listen can never remember it always stresses me out had literally had it written down next to me for conscious kink because i was sweating (laughs) um but so like that realm is it's it's Kristen wrote a really powerful paper on it, and if you mm. want that, you can always message me and I can send it to you, um, where she, like, breaks everything down and how it works out in the brain and mm. how we're kind of taught that, like, BDSM is uh, bad or dirty and, like, the differences between, like, kink and BDSM. Like, kink can just be something really simple, like, I like girls who wear glasses. Right. You know, like, that was one of the polls we did on yeah. it. And, mm-hmm. and I Kristen was breaking it down for me, and I was like, oh, right. Like, it doesn't always have to be, like, whips and chains. Like, right. it can be, like oh, you, you are into guys with blue eyes, you know? Like, mm-hmm. something simple. I mean, I guess that's a characteristic, so maybe not so much. But, um, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't have to be something that's, like, scary. Like, right. you don't have to be down for a ball gag to be kinky. Right. Um, but yeah. you also can be into that. Mm-hmm. And, like... I don't know. I always say try everything twice. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just give it a go. So I I ran in this world that was like pretty intense and and into like all different kinds of kinks and fetishes and partializations, which I also just learned from Kristen. She's so helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, Yoni Lish is on Instagram. Go find her. Love her. I'll drop her in the show notes. Yes. Below too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, I've learned so much from her, and realizing like, oh, cool, I was around all of this, and I was too afraid to ask like, well, why? Why are people into spanking? Why? Why does somebody want to pee on someone? Yeah. Uh, like, what are all of these things? And instead, like, I was just the cool girl, and I was like, just. Google it later Uh, but instead like the cool girl asked questions so I was like in that for a little bit and then I wanted to be a really boring normal person so I entered into this long term relationship and had a really boring corporate job and Mm. blah 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 Uh, and eventually I I liberated myself from it and I remember I texted my best friend Innes and I was like Innie I want someone to manhandle me like I want someone to just take control completely (sighs) what is it with these like sissy ass men can't show up da 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 (laughs) like bam 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 and they were just like there are apps for you and I said I'm sorry what and they were like oh my god girl and I was like I'm sorry so I I hopped on an app called kinked and I got to write in and like you don't have to put your face or anything and I got to write in that I was a submissive and turns out there's a test that you can see like what your level of kink is it's like I don't know it takes like 20 minutes um put that in the show notes too you guys yeah. just do it it's so much fun it's silly and, and that's the other thing with this is like allow it to be silly and fun yes. sex does not have to be this like dark thing and if you struggle with it like there's so much levity in it but mm-hmm. you have to allow yourself to have a little bit of fun Yeah. yeah. Um, so I did that and I was like oh well, like I think it was top thing like submissive next thing was brat so I am a submissive brat so that means like when I'm in a partnership with someone I want them to take control and they're going to be like get on all fours and I'm be like no oh.
1: <laughs> no but like, yeah. I, I, I want to. Right. But
0: like, I also want to fight back a little bit. Right. Because maybe I want to be spanked. Mm. I remember the first time somebody spanked me, I was like, what is this magic? <laughs> yes, please. And you know, there's different levels for that too. So you may be just someone who wants a little bit of a spank or you want to like foray into the world of flogging, which is where there's right. like uh, an instrument that you use to like start to build up sensations in the body, maybe get into a subspace, which feels like you're on another planet and it's subspace. so much fun subspace is where you go like basically your your body uh releases endorphins throughout mm-hmm. and so like while you're being flogged it's usually like a longer kind of process and it's a slow mm-hmm. buildup. if you're with someone who knows what they're doing and you just kind of like float off into somewhere else like you feel safe enough to just fully surrender mm-hmm. and like as a control freak and someone who's yes. experienced subspace it's so cool because you just get to like float off and know that like you're okay mm-hmm. the pleasure that you're feeling is your pleasure you don't have to show up for anyone else right now it's like actually like outside of the realm of of like focusing on an orgasm just focusing on pleasure and allowing yourself to be there which is really cool and
1: that's what really intrigued me about this kind of world with kink BDSM things because I have such this need for control and I've really worked on it in like other areas of my life like food and body and things but like when it comes to sex, it is still so difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so something like, yeah, BDSM has been really interesting for me to start to kind of dabble in a little bit because I like this idea that like I can completely surrender to it yeah. and like experience that pleasure, not having to show up for anyone else but myself. Yeah. So like, Um, but yeah, like having that, that sense of like, I can kind of surrender to this and me not have to show up for the other person and put on a performance because I cannot at this moment was a complete game changer for me in terms of pleasure like no I didn't orgasm but like it was so much more in that realm and yeah. I like got closer and closer to that place
0: yeah I, I think it's really important for people who have a lot of control and they're afraid to let go of it is like sit down with yourself and figure out what makes you feel safe mm-hmm. and if you don't feel safe with a partner you're probably not going to be able to let yes. go into it yeah. and I, I remember the first time that I got tied up and uh, my partner used a blindfold on me mm. so it took away everything that I I could take in with my eyeballs right, right. so like that is so, there's so much sensory um, information being fed into the brain from that mm-hmm. so you shut that down and it's like you can yeah. feel so much more right. and I felt completely safe with him mm-hmm. and you know it's like making sure that like the ties are comfortable and asking mm-hmm. like oh like is this okay are mm-hmm. you okay how does this feel for you do you have you lost sensation anywhere like it feels like it might take you out of like the sexy moment but like the more you feel safe and comfortable the more pleasure you're going to be able to actually receive and being able to say to, to your partner no no like actually i don't like this this is too much mm-hmm. um is really important and especially if you're someone who can't say no that's why they're safe words so mm-hmm. like mine's a really silly one i won't share with the world um but like <laughs> that's that's what my partner and i say to each other when it's too yeah. much and you know, he completely honors it and that word is so much easier for me than no right um so it's like kind of diving into that and i also like to think. I've never been with a partner who hasn't gotten exactly what they needed. They've never been afraid to ask up, you know, Mm. like especially like if it's a heterosexual relationship, I'm Mm. bisexual. I love everyone. Um, But like if it's a heterosexual uh, experience, Mm. no guy is never like held back and been like, you know what? It's okay. No, they're like, nah, this is what I want to do. And I'm going to take charge. And it's like, oh, right. So like, they're not willing to sacrifice their pleasure. Why am I, -hmm. you know, and like, Also, every like they also want to make us feel good. So, why not be like, hey, I like this? Could you try that? Or, and if you don't know, be like, can we just try out a few things? And, like, my partner and I are going to do, like, a, a pleasure test, basically, where it's, like, mm-hmm. just me on him and just experiencing, like, what feels good for him. Mm-hmm. And maybe in ways in, like, areas that aren't often touched mm-hmm. and just exploring into that and, like, licking, biting, soft touch, hard touch, all of it. And be like, oh, this is what actually feels good. Because most people know, like, their main, like, erogenous zones. Right. But, like like, I was just saying on the arm, like, I never would have known. Yeah. You know, never would have known. So now like my partner knows to do that, like at the dinner table, if he Mm. wants to be a little spicy. Yeah. And and I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) yay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But there's like a million different kinds of kinks out there and you can always go in and just Google them and start to dabble in them. But uh, the most common ones usually are like our bondage, Mm -hmm. um, spanking, flogging, impact play, Mm -hmm. uh, voyeur exhibitionist and we did a really fun voyeur exhibitionist yes. <laughs> exercise uh, and I'm someone who loves to be watched and to watch right. so for yeah. me when Kristen came up with this and she told me about it I was like oh my god yes honey here yes. we go and it's just about like pairing up with your partner or even a friend and mm-hmm. experiencing what it feels like to be watched mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be super sexual or you yeah. can yeah. And, and just allowing yourself to feel into that pleasure and and I just did that with my partner and he was really uncomfortable yeah. and I was like baby, I've walked you to your cough. Like I don't understand. He was like, I don't know. This was like something totally different, and I hated mm. it. And I was like, great. Well now you know. Right. And me, I'm like, yes. The more the merrier. Watch me forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but just doing like light touch while somebody watches you. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. Yes.
1: Hey, you guys, I wanted to quickly hop in here and give a quick shout out to one of the Craving Food Freedom membership program members. She said, I've watched the training, the hot seat coaching call and the guest speaker, and they were all fabulous. I really love the training video for this month because it provided so many good tools and different approaches to attack the issues. I've implemented a lot of the techniques suggested and it's proven successful this far. I haven't gone this long without a binge in months and I finally feel like I'm making progress. So thank you so much for that incredible feedback. And now back to the episode. The communication aspect and the boundaries yeah. as well. I wanted to dig into a little bit more kind of the boundary side of thing as it relates to the communication side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it's so important to have the conversations and know, yeah, what feels good, what doesn't feel good, but then also being able to communicate that. Yeah. Um, and so even like a little exercise we did during this workshop was practicing saying like yes and no and maybe, um, cause I realized even doing that, how uncomfortable it was for me to say no. Mm. Like I realized I never say no to people. Um, which means I burn out, I get super drained and then it's funny cause I teach other people like make sure you have boundaries, make sure you, you know, make sure you say no, like if you say no to certain things, it means you can say yes to others, like all these things. Um, and then I'm like lying, like exhausted after a day of work because I've just given everything with no boundaries set up.
0: Yeah. Oh. It's not good.
1: It's not so good.
0: Um, and I think, like, just a simple exercise to do outside of, like, this one that you were just talking about is just mm-hmm. saying no in your day-to-day life. Yeah. You know? For me, I know, like, once I start to lose my voice, like, with my girlfriends, then I, I'm probably not communicating in bed. Because uh, if I don't feel valid, like, if I don't feel safe in, like, plain clothes at the cafe, how am I going to feel naked in a bed maybe with someone who I've known for a long time or maybe a one-night stand, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, oh, do you want to go and do this? Nope sure don't and like paying attention to like what yes and no feels like in your body and if you don't know say maybe or I need a minute to think about it or I don't know can you give me some more information Mm -hmm. and then giving yourself some time like we're in this culture where it's like instant gratification all the time and like we have to like immediately respond to text messages and show up in this way and in that way like that's exhausting like whoever built that up I fell into it for sure and now I'm just like I don't know let me have a minute like let me just have a minute And I'm usually, like, a yes person because I'm, like, a recovering people pleaser. Uh, But, like, also anytime I've said no to someone, I've never been punished. And if somebody's going to do that, get them the hell out of your life. Mm -hmm. They have no space there for you. Good veto. Yes. (laughs) Later. Thank you so much for showing me your true colors. Um, It turns out I'm booked and busy. And I'm out. You know? Like, that person is not deserving of any part of you Mm. sexually... Intellectually, spiritually, any of it, yeah. You know, and that's okay. We meet plenty of people that we're not compatible with. Yes, but boundaries are super important. And if you don't know what your boundaries are, that that's also like a red flag for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't. I did a, a session with Kristen a year ago or so now, and she was like, "Well, what are, what are your, some of your boundaries?" I was like, "I don't know." And she's like, "Yes, you do." Mm-hmm. And she's like, really soft and lovely, and I'm not. Uh, and and I was like, "No, girl, like I don't like." Y- Literally do whatever, and she was like, Hmm, well, let's just like take a minute and think on that. Then, I and love now, your Kristen, <laughs> voice
1: it's just she's so like, la, 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 la. she's
0: like a fairy. I know, she's so I great. Know. She's so oh, great. Love it's basically like an, an ode to Kristen podcast. Yes, it um, was. but <laughs> she, I mean, she just taught me so much, yeah. and it was like, Oh, okay, right, like my boundaries are like, now I know dating here in Bali. Uh, yeah. if you live here, I'm gonna go on five day dates with you. Mm. That means like my urge for sexual connection needs to be put on to the side for a moment because like Mm. what I'm actually looking for is a partner and that's what I was seeking and I couldn't get to that because I was hopping on every dick on the first date (laughs) which is fine but probably (sighs) not going to set yourself up for anything like long-lasting right in my experience that's just what happens because I also fall in love really quickly and then I discard you it's not good. Uh, but so it was like, okay, so that was one of my boundaries. And like when yeah. people tried to challenge that, I realized like, oh, okay, like, no, you're not the person for me. Mm-hmm. Another boundary for me is if you yell, we're not going to get along. Right. Like it's very startling for me in my nervous system. Mm-hmm. I can't have that in my life. If you think that's an effective form of communication, ta-ta. Yes. You know? And like, there's just so many like simple, simple boundaries mm-hmm. that I wasn't aware of. And then like once I took a minute and I put pen to paper and I was like, oh, Mm-hmm. Right. That's a thing. Like, and if I tell you no and you persist, you're out of my life forever. Yeah. You know, like I've had some partners that just like take charge. And while I want a man to step up and really like handle everything because I'm a boss bitch in my day-to-day life, I want to sit back in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, if I tell you no, I mean it. Yeah. And it took me so long to learn how to say no that now I'm like, no, 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 we're not messing with this. Yes. And you will honor and respect me. That's it. Mm-hmm. Fucking me is a privilege. Yes and show up and ask questions and be inquisitive and seek out what brings me pleasure because you know I'm going to do it for you. Mm. (laughs) So it's like, why don't we both deserve that?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, putting someone else's pleasure above yours. And even like on dates, um, one thing that like, it was like this simple phrase where it's like, I had to ask myself, like, do I, did I even like them or did I just want them to like me? Mm-hmm. You know? Cause like so much of I realized was dating was like, oh my God, I hope they text me back. Hope I like, like whatever it is. And it's like, wait a second. Did I even like them? Yep. Did I even enjoy the sex? Did I even enjoy the conversation? Or am I so hung up on the fact that they liked me that I didn't even get the opportunity to explore that? Yeah. Cause like, we're all fucking awesome. Yep. We're all fucking awesome. If the person like doesn't reciprocate, they don't text you back they don't do like what you know what you're wanting in bed it's not necessarily against them as a person just means that you're not a good compatible fit yeah and you just need to move on and not make it about your self-worth not make it about you lacking anything but like you need to be in communication yeah um but then no like you're absolutely worthy yeah of pleasure and everything which is like as well like this is the journey i'm on right now and i'm like so open about it. I like to have these conversations um, because it's kind of this like next frontier for me is like exploring pleasure um, and feeling that worthiness and really allowing myself to have that communication around it as well with partners, which has been scary and awesome and liberating.
0: Definitely. And if you think about it, communication needs to be of paramount importance in all aspects of your life. Yeah. Friendships, work, sexual relationships, stranger humans that you meet. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like you wouldn't have a stranger come up to you and be like, hey, how are you? And you'd be like, yeah. No response. Like, you, you would respond like a normal human, right? And right. it's like, oh, and, like, responding with honesty and, and realizing, like, how often are you dishonest? Because mm-hmm. for me, people are like, did you come? And I'm like, sure did. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Sure did not. Yeah, it's
1: like so, I don't even know. It's like, oh, yeah, I came. Like, I'm just like, I'm just going to do a performance of, like, the moans and the movements and I'll just kegel a few times and yeah. then we'll, we'll just oh okay good
0: yeah basically like I'll do that because I'm like I'm ready for this to be over yes. with instead, instead of simply saying hey if you flip me over and fuck me from behind I'm probably gonna like it a lot more yes. and, you know instead of sitting there being like let me put on my full theatrics yes and get to town and make you feel like you're the king of the goddamn world oh my why God. why am I making you feel like the world if you ain't working for it why?
1: Oh, I should put that on the fucking t-shirt. Was, but yes. Like,
0: like, we just have to, it's a little bit of work. Sex isn't easy, you yeah. know? And, like, that's the other thing that I think porn is really messed up is, like, mm. it's, like, cute girl comes to the neighbor's house, and they immediately start making out. And then before you know it, she's squirting, and he's coming all over her, and this is what sex is. Nah. Yeah. That means usually there's some really awkward conversation. It's very hard to undo buttons. I'm not good at it. I get very frustrated. And I'm basically like, just get yourself naked and I'll do me and then we'll get there. Um, And then sometimes it means like the length of his dick isn't good enough or the fingers aren't good enough or you don't know how to eat a pussy. That's okay. And if you're someone who's like wanted to foray into same sex or if you're a guy listening to this, I'm shocked. Hello. um, And like you're like, I don't know how to properly do this. Just ask. Like I remember my first like female encounter. I was like, "Mm -hmm." And I got one of these. Like, I I have a pussy on me. (laughs) And I was like, what do I do? This is strange. And instead of asking, I fumbled around. And I was Mm -hmm. like, this cannot be pleasurable for anyone. (laughs) I have so much sympathy for men vaginas are very odd uh, and it's like okay cool so I could just ask Yeah. and like my same sex partners uh, they've just been a lot more enjoyable because mm-hmm. like women are kind of soft and lovely yeah. uh, and it's like oh right and like we understand that like our voices need to be heard mm-hmm. and if you're afraid what I always recommend is just saying like the things that you want out loud to yourself Yeah. like in your bathroom by yourself no one's home just say it over and over and over mm-hmm. again and be like oh I'd like it if you touched me here I like this this makes me feel good this mm-hmm. brings me feel makes me feel pleasure and then I was like oh it's not so scary once you start to say these things out loud
1: yeah and even for me yeah like everything you said so much yes (laughs) um but yeah when I my partner I was just kind of like yeah like what feels good for you what do you enjoy what do you want me to do more of and like those are just like the way we started the conversation instead of it being like I, like, I don't know, in my mind, I was like, it's going to be this big build up into a thing. But like, we were just like chatting, we were watching a movie and I was like, what feels good for you? Like, I want to like dig into this more. Cause then the cool thing was like, once I opened that door immediately, it was like, okay, well, what feels good for you? Yeah. What do you like? And it was just became this like open conversation. I was like, oh, it could just be that easy. Yeah. Um, it just takes having the conversation and like just opening it up and realizing it's vulnerable and scary but when we are vulnerable, it gives us an opportunity to get to that next level of pleasure yeah. and connection and all those amazing things. I mean,
0: being a human is hard, right? It's hard. Like, there's no guidebook. We're all different. Mm-hmm. We all have our own past that we're bringing along with us all oh, the yeah. time. So it's confronting and it's scary. And we just want to be loved at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why we decided, like, speaking up for what we actually want means it's going to equate to no love for us. But mm-hmm. in my experience of speaking up... I've been met with the most gracious, unconditional love that I didn't know existed. Mm. And that also doesn't always mean like... When I do this with partners that it translates into mind-blowing orgasms or anything of the sort, it just simply means that I'm actually present and I'm there in that moment and I'm not thinking of previous people and I'm not thinking, well, maybe down the line he'll get better or anything like that. It's like, no, I'm fully present there and I don't have to focus on orgasmic pleasure. I can just focus on actual pleasure. And like, you know, the orgasm isn't always the end goal. Mm -hmm. And that's what I thought it was. I was like, well, that's how you know everything's finished, right? No, sometimes, and especially like when I fuck women, like sometimes it just doesn't happen and we just go back and forth and we play and we giggle and then we have lunch and we come back and we play and (laughs) it's just okay. Yeah. So there's like a lot of pressure on this orgasm and like for what? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes for me, some of my like greatest memories are just like messing around all day and Mm -hmm. feeling like all the different sensations and it's like, oh, right. Right. Like, can we stop having a a finish line for everything? Like, if the pressure on that too, so much pressure. That's
1: a thing for me. I know, like, if a guy's like eating me out or we're having sex or whatever, and I'm like, I should be coming right now. I should be having this experience then i add that pressure onto myself i'm like now there's no chance I'm <laughs> gonna
0: yeah well because you're not there so i'm not know? there
1: i'm like oh he's been there a little while now like he's who pro- cares
0: be there forty-five right? minutes get yeah. to work your, your mouth's tired take a break come back it's all right it's all right yeah it's oh man and you listen pussies are hard guys and also like if you find yourself that you're someone who really struggles to stay in the moment and to stay focused focus on your breath Really just start to feel that moving in and out of you. Breath is so pleasurable. It kicks off the vagus nerve. It goes throughout our body. Mm -hmm. Breathe like nice and deep down into your womb. Allow the whole Mm -hmm. belly to completely rise. Another like body acceptance moment for you right there. Like allow yourself to take up space and all of your femininity because men are attracted to that. Yeah. And then you can just start to focus on the sensations, you know, inside and be like, oh, here this is. Mm -hmm. Great. And because like when you're focusing on your breath, from what I know from my private practice is that your brain can't. Take over in the way that it wants to. Right. There's no time for judgment. It's too busy focusing on, like, oh, wait, this actually does feel good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Or, all right, I need to move my hips. Or I need to say, hey, could you do that? And it's just a lot less scary. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. So good. And if you don't have a partner and you're still struggling to get off, same, same. <laughs> you know, like I've been there a bazillion times and I'm just like, well, how, how am I not experiencing pleasure with myself? And like mm-hmm. just being kind and compassionate around all aspects of yourself. And sometimes that just means there's a disconnect happening and that's okay. You're not mm-hmm. broken all is well. You just need to send a little bit more of like loving, gentle awareness to it and being like, okay, well, what is it that I need? And, and for me, it always comes back to what makes me feel safe. Mm. I put myself in so many unsafe situations. I've done so many unsafe things to my body, to my mind, uh, that it's really easy for me to get back into that. So of course, the first, first thing that's going to be discarded is pleasure. Right. And so it's like, okay, well, how do I make myself feel more safe and more comfortable in this present moment so I can actually, like, be fully aware?
1: hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely it. And I know, yeah, for myself, like, what's going to feel good? is going to feel pleasurable, but, like, not even, like, Like taking that time to connect with your body and do that moment of touching. And maybe that's not even directly like going for the goods initially. Maybe it is this like doing that touch um, and slowly kind of getting more acquainted with your body. Because I even know for myself and part of the different practices I've been doing to work on connecting with my body, it's like not just the only time you touch yourself Mm -hmm. is the goal of orgasm. Because, like, I found, like, for me, it's, like, either I'm grabbing my body because I was, like, I hate this this am you know, like, mm-hmm. fat, blah, blah, blah. So then, like, once I kind of moved through that and it got a little more loving, but then it was, like, hey, okay, now I'm orgasming. Like, now, like, okay, it's about 10.45. I want to be in bed by 11. Got my vibrator out. Okay, let's go. Like, just, just go, go, go. And then I'll be mad it didn't happen right away. And I was, like, wow, what, like, an intense approach to things. Like, I need to slow down yeah. and connect. And breathe yeah. and allow myself that even, that kind of like foreplay action with myself yep. from a loving way instead of just like looking for that objective of an orgasm as yeah. well.
0: I mean, yeah. you can do like the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. That's totally cool. Yes, uh, yes. But also like I think foreplay needs to be tripled in every scenario. Yeah. Like and especially like if the guy's like who have done like five minutes of it? I'm like all right great add on another thirty yeah you know like who's to say like and you actually don't know like where else you're gonna be able to take it mm-hmm. and how much more pleasurable it can actually be right because then like both parties are fully in like right. to have a dick and to just have it be hard what a gift um <laughs> but like women take a little bit of revving up time and I used mm-hmm. to read that and I'd be like but who has time for that yeah and to be honest. I should always have time for that. Like yes. I should always want to give to myself in the way that it needs. And like, for sure. I still love a quickie definitely. But like mm-hmm. for me, it's like, Oh, I, I know what I need. Right. And that came from trial and tribulation and, you know, messing up and faking orgasms left and right. But now like my, my hard rule is like, I'll never fake again. Yep. Which is hard. Cause it I'm hard. still a people pleaser. Oh, yeah. um, but like, if a guy doesn't come, I don't think i failed as a human. Mm-hmm. So, like, why am I going to think vice versa? Yep. And, and it's okay. It's, it's yeah. totally okay. Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with taking some time for yourself after your partner has gotten off and you can get yourself off next to them. Ooh, Mutual yeah. masturbation is my favorite.
1: Literally. Yeah.
0: Like it's the best way for somebody to start to see how you feel pleasure. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just watch, learn and do mm-hmm. it again. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay. And if I'm with a man, I'm like, I'll put my hand on their cock and I'm like, tell me what feels good for you. Give mm-hmm. me the pleasure, the stroke. Every human's different. You can't use yeah. the same tricks with every human, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? So it's like, all right, like let me learn mm-hmm. and let it be messy and silly and giggle. Yeah. Oh my God, please giggle.
1: We <laughs> were talking about like how these conversations and like role play was coming yes. up and we were like, um, people are like, Oh yeah, like I love the idea of it but I wanna feel like break character and we laugh and it's like that's part of it. Yeah. Like just letting it be fun and enjoyable and I think so often we don't let ourselves play and have fun. You know, we're being so grown-up-y.
0: That's a word It's sure, ridiculous. All the time. Oh my, it's exhausting. I love yes. role play. I love it so much. It's so much fun. Um, but even like in the realm of like exploring things and talking about it with your friends, like we were saying before we started this, mm-hmm. like I have a couple of friends coming over later and I'm going to introduce them to what flogging is. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, my, my one girlfriend's like, oh, but I'm going to go for a drink at like four and I'm nervous and, and maybe I want to be totally sober for I was like, cool. So you have one drink and then you move on to soda water. Water, and then I come yeah. and I meet you and we have a conversation about it. Then you come back to my house and you get to realize that it's silly and fun yeah. and that it's not going to be this massive orgy that's going to happen. I mean, <laughs> if it does, cool, but, um, like allow it to be fun and silly. And mm-hmm. she was like, I just don't want to be in control. And I was like, perfect. This is a great opportunity for you to surrender control, be mm-hmm. fully present, maybe learn a new tool a new maybe learn something that is pleasurable for you since right. you've been afraid to like fall into it. And like, you never know once you start to be more open and honest with mm-hmm. individuals, like who's going to take your hand and guide you through it. What's happened for me every time I've had a question, the universe provides me someone and I'm like, what a gift, amazing. Mm-hmm. And and then you get to have these like silly Friday evening excursions together where maybe my bum will be bruised tomorrow. <laughs> And that's okay, because yep. then I'll be able to text her later and I'll be like, girl, sitting on my scooter is hard. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but it'll, it'll, like, that's the thing is just like having a little bit of levity with it, you yeah. know? So like I swung through the cafe and I saw her and I was like, okay, great. This is what's going on. You're going to show up. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun and silly yeah. and maybe pleasurable. Yeah which is great yes less demands less expectations just be in the flow if you want to try something start saying it out loud to yourself in the bathroom locking mm-hmm. eyeballs with yourself getting comfortable with the words coming out of your mouth and be willing to be bold yeah in a land of like we're so concerned about like upsetting someone all the time like who cares like i remember <laughs> I, just, I just said to my partner recently i was like i want to peg you and he was like that's a hard no for me yeah and i was like okay and I received that with love and yeah. like, I can let that go. Yeah. But I remember I was like, how do I say this? Oh my God. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. why? I, like, I want to wear a dildo and fuck a dude. Ah, yeah. what? Like that's, that's not normal. Oh right. no. And guess what? He's not into it and I don't care. Yeah. Like, cool. Next. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. flogging party on Friday. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> like you never know what somebody's going to be into or what they're open-minded to, but just mm-hmm. like going with like that gentle, loving awareness towards everything mm-hmm. usually results in some fun. Yeah. Also, I don't want to be like eighty and be like I just had really boring missionary sex and never had an orgasm with someone.
1: That's that would make me sad.
0: Yeah, don't shortchange yourself. Like I can't wait for you to come with someone. It's gonna be great. Won't
1: well, it be just fantastic?
0: Wait, have you ever squirted? Yes. Okay.
1: But not with a guy.
0: Oh, with yourself. Yeah. First and foremost, please teach me. I can't get there. Well, <laughs> <laughs> a little demonstration here, guys. So, uh, yeah. no, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't get there with myself, but I can with a partner and it's so much fun. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Again, it comes back to that control thing for me. Mm. So, yes, mm-hmm. it's a process.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: That I'm allowing and exploring. So you guys are on this journey with me. I
0: can't wait. The can, sexual... can there be like a, a special podcast like when you've gotten off with someone? oh yeah it is oh my god it's
1: gonna be and the name of it's gonna be like oh my god like or oh, something like oh I don't even know we're gonna have to make I it love something that. orgasmic I'm
0: gonna make you a pussy cake <laughs> oh <laughs> my god could you imagine <laughs> we
1: have like a fucking party yeah no. and I cut it and but it's like you put like a water balloon in it so it like squirts it yes
0: out. yeah I mean listen oh it's gonna be so full on that is gonna be incredible also you getting off with a partner will be incredible yes. I remember the first time happening to me I cried Oh, I'm sure. I, I saw. I, I was like, can you just hold me, please? <laughs> I don't understand what happened. And he, like, tried to, like, go and me again. I was like, no, 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 no. We're very <laughs> done here. And, like, that's another thing. It's like, if it's too much for you, speak up. Yeah. Speak up for that. Like, mm-hmm. I can't always go for multiple times. Yeah. And that's okay. And they have to listen. Mm-hmm. Because it's your body and it's a temple. And it's perfect and lovely and deserving of all the pleasure and the rest that you need. Well. ta
1: I think we just need to be done on that note. I mean, maybe. Well, how people find
0: you? I mean, it, So I'm a breathwork teacher, and I know that's weird because we all breathe, but most of us breathe incorrectly. Mm -hmm. So if you want to learn how to breathe your way into pleasure, I have a workshop on that, which is available on my website, Mm sarahsill.com. And if you're just like, girl, I have so many questions. I want to talk about sex. I've never had an orgasm. You need to say something. You need somebody else to hear you and maybe echo you. Slide into my DMs. My name Mm -hmm. is Sarah Silverstein on the Instagram land. This will be in the show notes. You can yeah. find me um, and just learn how you can reclaim your own pleasure, sexuality, spirituality, all of the things. You are important. Like, you have to take care of you. Please do that. Stop putting other people before you. Show up for yourself and allow this life to be more rich. Like, allow us to be Technicolor and just mm. lean in and have some fun.
1: Yeah. yeah Woo! awesome thank you so much for thank this conversation oh, uh,
0: so fun the most. and
1: uh yeah guys stay tuned for the the follow-up episode where i've orgasmed and
0: and i give you a full note <laughs> yeah i cannot wait <sighs> yes party maybe. on
1: maybe i don't know
0: it's good no 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 the, the way you speak is important no i'm sorry about documenting it oh, on a podcast I, but i'm gonna need that to happen for my own pleasure and but you could just say no it's okay
1: I'm using a boundary here. I'm communicating. And <laughs> I'm proud of you.
0: I'm proud of it. You. You're doing great things, honey. And you're right. I will listen and I will sit back and yes. maybe be Respect tantalized. me. I respect you and all of your beings. I'll think about it. Okay, perfect.
1: all right right, guys later bye (laughs) hey you guys thank you so much for listening to this episode of sarah if you enjoyed it as much as i did then please rate and review additionally if you want a screenshot and tag me on instagram to let you know that you listen i would absolutely love that now for more information on me my programs the craving food freedom membership program you can stop food fear and guilt so you can eat effortlessly and intuitively then check out my website www.victoriaevansofficial.com You can also find me on Instagram. That is at Victoria Evans official. And I've also dropped a little freebie there below for you in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. Check out the show notes for all the different resources available to you. And until next week, I hope you have a fabulous day. Bye-bye.